the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host, Bill Bannum, and today I am joined by Ryan Porter, founder of Rootly.com, a brand which aims to help employers brand their jobs and get the right people. He's also founder at RaiseYourFlag.com, a platform which helps job seekers discover career paths they're qualified for and find jobs at every stage. Ryan, welcome to the show. Hey, Bill. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited about this conversation. Me too. So let's jump straight in. Firstly, please tell our listeners a bit about your career prior to Rootly and Raise Your Flag. Yeah. So uh, I guess maybe let's dial it all the way back. Um, early 20s, uh, I had dropped out of college, wasn't doing much with my life at, the, at that point in time. And uh, I decided pretty much on a whim to pack up a couple of bags and move to Tokyo, Japan. Um, I worked out there as an English teacher, met a ton of fascinating people, um, and I really started to dial in on this idea of career paths and the fact that um, I think very few people actually take the prescribed A to B to C career path. And so I came back to Canada. I started touring and speaking to high school students for like a decade. I ended up writing a book for high school students that was acquired and published. Um, and then that speaking led me to create Raise Your Flag. And then Raise Your Flag eventually turned into uh, a product called Rootly. I guess I learned things from Raise Your Flag, which then fed the fuel for, for Rootly. Okay, thank you very much. Now, uh, tell me a bit more about Rootly in terms of what's the mission there and how are you helping to transform the recruiting process? Yeah, great question. Um, so the, the mission of Rootly right now in its current iteration, it, it's pretty simple, right? Make job descriptions exponentially better at their job. Um, because in my opinion, job descriptions have one job, right? It's filter poor fit candidates out and entice great fit candidates to click apply. And right now, text-based job descriptions are fighting an uphill battle on both of those fronts because they haven't changed since they came online like mid-1990s from like bulletin boards in grocery stores, right? We're using that exact same format, walls of text, tons of bullet points, and things just do not match consumer slash candidate expectations. So Rootly aims to raise the bar for what a candidate experiences when they land in a job posting. Hey, I have a question for you, one that I can't figure out the answer to. What about cover letters? Do they do they matter anymore? Does it depend on the job that you're going for? Don't employers, when they rather look at a LinkedIn profile or heaven forbid, some of them try and check you out on, on Facebook rather than read a cover letter? Yeah, so I think, I think there's a, a place for cover letters. And if you look at the types of roles that you're applying to, I think that really dictates what kind of tools you use in your application uh, toolkit. So a cover letter at some point will make sense, especially when you're looking at like high volume roles, they might be specifically requesting cover letters. But I think when they're requesting a cover letter or just a simple resume, I already think that's a tough position for candidates to be in. I think candidates have a much better opportunity when they're looking at highly targeted jobs that match their skills and they're using things like impact letters to try to uh, get a conversation with the hiring manager. An impact letter being, hey, you know, I see you're hiring for this position or, hey, I see you have these problems in your business. Here's what I think I could help with. I'd just like to have a conversation about those things um, before I put in a resume or before I submit my application. I think in those cases, uh, an impact letter is much 
much more effective than a cover letter, but I also recognize that it's not going to work every single time. Okay, let's, uh, let's now get a bit technical, Ryan. Talk to me a bit about the technology behind Rootly, which helps turn text-based job descriptions into content, which will leave a lasting impression. Yeah. Um, so the kind of premise for, for Rootly on that front is, you know, if a picture is worth a thousand words and companies are really struggling to even get pictures into their job descriptions or video into their job descriptions, then our idea is that Rootly is worth like a million words in the way that, that it works. And so what Rootly does from a technology perspective, it automates the embedding of these embedded, or sorry, these employer brand stories um, directly into, into job descriptions so that each job posting kind of ends up being a mini career site for that specific job and the company as a whole. And a couple of key things to mention is that it's done from um, a programmatic perspective, which means we connect rootly to an ATS so that the entire process is automated and that there's never any extra work to recruiters. They're not in there like messing around with a whole new system. Things are happening automatically based on some of the parameters that we're defining through the connection to their ATS. And is there some degree of AI incorporated within the technology there? So, for example, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a hiring manager. I'm looking for uh, someone in a specific field, a particular job title, and uh, the, the, the technology has already learned where I'm most likely to click, where my eyes perhaps going to go. Uh, is, is, there, is there that kind of AI behind the tool too? No. So there's nothing happening kind of on the fly dynamically as AI should be working, like in terms of learning and iterating kind of on its own. All of the matching or all of the content matching is done based on parameters that are defined by the talent acquisition team. And so what I mean by this is if a talent acquisition team says, hey, we know that um, engineering roles in Germany should have these things in them, then we make that definition within the Rootly system and we make sure to display the right background images, icons, logos, colors, videos, pictures, whatever, to the correct group of people in the correct geographic location. Okay, thank you very much. Let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about social media. Uh, so Rootly claims to offer social sharing technology, which makes sure that postings do not get lost and in the sea of updates in the newsfeed. So what, what is unique about how Rootly does this? Because I've seen different platforms before that offer different social sharing options and whatnot. Adoption sometimes an issue, right? So what, what, what is Rootly doing to get this right? And, and what are some of the effects being? So for example, I was reading a really interesting case study uh, relating to Air Canada, I believe, that you guys work with. Yeah, so Air Canada was actually, uh, that case study came from um, the very first iteration of Rootly when we rolled it out to them. And that wasn't necessarily for the social sharing feature as much as it was the embedded career paths that they were using in their job postings. Um, to speak specifically to the social aspect, um, so, so two things. One is the social sharing part of Rootly actually wasn't part of the core offering when we, when we first made Rootly. It was kind of something that we learned uh, was, was needed when we started looking at how jobs were being shared. So like people were creating these configurations with Rootly and they had these gorgeous job descriptions with these you know, full screen images that candidates could click on, watch video, learn about con contextual skills in, in the context of, of, the, of the position. And then recruiters were 
grabbing the URL, sharing them on LinkedIn. And like the best they would get is like maybe a pixelated logo or in like the best case, a single like white bar with the job title and a link to it. Um, or on the other side of things, you would have recruiters that would like load up Photoshop or, you know, a program to then like type in the job posting title and select a background and then like save an image and then upload the Im- It's just a ridiculous process. So we're like, hey, they've got these beautiful visuals in their job postings as a result of using Rootly. Is there anything we can do to share those? And so we came up with this cool solution that if you click share from Rootly, it actually shares the background image that you've selected, the job title, your brand colors, your logo directly in the news feed of um, LinkedIn, Facebook, or Twitter, like full width of the news feed. And then so we're priming candidates for the experience that they're about to have when they click on that and land in a job posting. And so if you think about that piece alone, um, you think about the job posting is so often the first and last interaction a candidate has with an employer brand. And so like companies are spending so much money on their career site and so much money on like promoted job postings. And then, you know, uh, a candidate lands on a text-based job description and completely bypasses the career site. And so our whole goal is to create this consistently branded experience from social into the job posting to make sure that they get the the experience that employers are are really wanting. Um, So like, I know it's really cliche to say as like a, you know, a startup, especially like social sharing of jobs right now, it truly does suck. Like it's just, it's a really crappy process. Rudely is able to automate that in the sense of uh, no one has to go and create these things individually. You simply click the share button and, uh, and then click share on whatever network you want. And you get the beautiful visual in the newsfeed. And that's a really essential point you just made there. So I just want to just revisit that just for a second. And and that's around how much traffic actually, when one thinks about it, how much traffic does come directly to a job description. And that might only be the, that that might be the single touch that someone has with with a potential employer brand. I mean, that's, that's really powerful if you can get it right. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're so right. And this is one of our kind of like our our selling points. And when we're um, uh, identifying customers or, or prospects, we go through and we look at customers that have poured, clearly poured a lot of time, money and energy into a beautiful career site and then who are lacking when it comes to their job descriptions. And a lot of time, like it's not even their fault. Like I say that in the emails that we send out and the conversations I have, like we're not even knocking you. Like we know you're trying hard. We know that technology has made it difficult. In, in particular, ATSs have made it difficult for you to actually brand your job descriptions. And in fact, most most ATSs are more concerned with branding your job postings with their own branding that they're not allowing you to bring your branding into that that piece. And that's where hopefully Rootly can step in and say, hey, let's make every single one of your job descriptions a mini career site for your brand and for this position. Okay, thank you. Now we are going to move away from Rootly and uh, and talk a little bit about Raise Your Flag. Uh, before we do, I'm just going to premise it with uh, uh, a little anecdote from, from uh, my earlier life. And that's when I was a young man back in back in the UK, there was a big push by Tony Blair and, and his government to get, I think it was around 40% of, of uh, 18 year olds into universities and, and to, uh, the, to, to get more people qualified with BAs or uh, MAs. And in the last 10 years, actually, there's been a bit of a pushback on that and saying, hey, you know what, there's there's more need for actual real experience or vocational qualifications because of this huge gap that's happened. And also in the UK, certainly uh, lots of student debt. 
Now, related to that little uh, backstory from my end, um, on the Raiders Your Flag site, it reads, we believe that there are companies out there that care more about people with passion, drive and innovation than they do about a piece of paper that a potential employee may or may not have. So what, what's the premise here then from Raise Your Flag? Are, are you saying that passion is more important than qualifications? Don't we need both? Yeah, great question. So first, I want to qualify that the word passion here, um, I'm not, we're not necessarily talking about like, love what you'll do, and you'll never work a day in your life, you know, because I actually think that follow your passion is terrible advice to people that we're that we're speaking with. Um, When I'm talking about passion here, we're really talking about uh, a passion for learning, growing and wanting to be great at the work that you do. Right. There's a, there's kind of a distinction. there. I'm not talking about like just be passionate and everything will work out for you because that's terrible advice that never works out or works out in such a, a slim amount of cases. Um, it's not even worth talking about. Um, but what I what I think is that the piece of paper, so a degree on its own, it's a terrible indicator of career success. And uh, note that we actually don't use the word qualifications uh, anywhere on on raise your flag in a negative connotation because we think that qualifications are tremendously important. Um, And we think that companies actually have the most power in the world to move the needle when it comes to requesting or demanding specific qualifications. So instead of demanding degrees, we believe that people need to start getting very honest with themselves and start demanding workplace specific credentials or even better, start developing those themselves, right? And you talked about that piece about, about Tony Blair just a minute ago. And there's these um, really two great uh, economic principles. And so one is called Goodhart's Law, which says that when a measure becomes a target, it ceases to be a good measure. And the other is, is Campbell's Law, which says the more metric is used, the more likely it is to corrupt the process it's intended to monitor. And so somewhere along the path, We became so obsessed with measuring and monitoring and using the number of people going to university or college as some kind of indicator of success that it's now kind of corrupted the entire system. And we're now trying to like play catch up on on remedying that problem that we created. And so while in the past, a degree may have been a great indicator of somebody entering the workforce with the, the right credentials, we've now focused on it so much that it's corrupted the entire system. And now we need to focus on getting people workplace ready so that when they enter the workforce, they have the baseline skills required to do the job and acquire the rest of the skills that will be required for that career path. Ryan, you're not going to believe this, but we are already at the end of this particular interview. I feel like I am definitely going to invite you on uh, for a second one, if you'd be interested, sir. I feel like we could talk about a lot more. I would Um, love that. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. We will book that in probably after the show. Um, But before we wrap things up for today, uh, you are a recognized speaker, you're an author, you've got a book, you've got all these different websites. Uh, tell our listeners, please, a little, little bit more about how they can connect with you, learn more, read some of the awesome material that you create and all that jazz. Yeah, I think the easiest thing is is to search me on any of the social networks. You'll see my name pop up. It's Ryan Porter, P-O-R-T-E-R. Um, and then the other thing would be check out rootly.com, R-U-U-T-L-Y.com. Um, that will have some case studies, links to our blog articles, because we're always talking about these types of things as a company in the material that we put out. And, uh, and of course, if anybody wants to connect with me directly, it's ryan at rootly.com. Um, I'm always interested in these types of conversations. So at any point, if anyone has anything that they want to challenge me on or ask or just chat about, shoot me a note, and I'm happy to, to, to kind of converse about these things. 
Awesome. So, hey, Ryan Porter, thank you very much for being the guest on this HR Chat Show. Yeah, Bill, likewise. Thanks so much for having me. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette.